my watch battery died before Christmas, so I keep looking to see what time it is. I'm greeting people and it doesn't help. So. We gathered together from, from a very cold, blowy week to join in the warmth of community, to feel God's love filling our lives and filling this space, drawing us together. If you're joining us in person or online or at home, welcome. If you're visiting with us or here for the first time, thank you for joining us. It is a blessing to have you um, worship alongside us. We give thanks to God for all the blessings and life in this church, for the strength and community that hold us in difficult times, and for the exciting new opportunities and possibilities that meet us each and every day. As we gather this morning, we remember that, that for thousands of years, First Nations people have walked upon this land. Their relationship to this land is at the center of our, their lives and spirituality. We acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional territory of the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, and we acknowledge their stewardship of this land throughout the ages. And may God lead us into right relationship. And we remember that as people who share in the life of Grace United, we strive to live out our mission statement that Grace United Church is a diverse Christian community called by God to live out the mission of love shown by Jesus Christ. Happy Epiphany, everyone. Let us join in singing, I am the light of the world.
invite you to join with me in our centering words. Here we are, chasing stars, following God into unexpected places. Like the Magi, we come with our gifts, our hopes and our strengths, our fears and our longings, our whole self placed within the divine Here we are, chasing stars, trusting that God's love will find a place within each of us and lead us to shine in this world. Awe-inspiring God, ignite our imaginations, stir our hearts, and lead us in courage and faith. We pray this in the name of the one who is Long ago there was a person who said such powerful words and did such amazing things that people began to follow. Once they asked this person, who are you? And he said, I am the light of the world. And later, later Jesus shared with his disciples and with people throughout time, you are also light. May the light of Christ shine brightly in our lives and all around us. Amen. As we three kings of Orient are, or the Quest of the Magi, is a Christmas carol that was written by John Henry Hopkins in 1857. At the time of composing the carol, Hopkins served as the rector of Christ Church in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, and he wrote the carol for a Christmas pageant in New York City. Many versions of this song have been composed, and it remains a popular Christmas carol. The three wise men had enough faith in themselves, in their hearts, in God, and in the universe to start out on a journey across the land to be part of something they couldn't see. They couldn't know, they couldn't touch, and they couldn't ever read about. We Three Kings. Field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. Born a king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again. King forever, seizing never over us all to reign. Oh, star of wonder, star of 
beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us with thy perfect light. Now behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. Alleluia, alleluia, to heaven replies. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us with thy perfect light. Thank you, Bob and, and Yuki. And I invite the young and anyone else who would like to join us for some fun to come on up to the front. You try and keep warm by squishing together. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I have a question for you. What does a mighty king look like? What would a mighty king look like? Any idea? A sword. Yeah? A mighty king would have a big sword defend his people? What else? Where would a mighty king live? Castle. Big castle with big thick walls and a moat? Yeah. What would a king do? Any idea? Boss people around. Boss people around? Maybe. <laughs> rule over people. Yeah. Yeah. We have a story today about three people. Well, there may have been more than three. We're not sure how many people exactly, but we often think of three. Called Magi. And Magi were very, very smart people. They looked for wisdom in places that people often didn't look. They knew things about the world and about the cosmos and about God that many people didn't. And they saw a star. And they said, aha, 
We know what the star is. It's going to lead us to a new king. So they follow the star and they are ready to find a castle. They're ready to find a big man with a sword. They're ready for someone who bosses people around and is really strong. And, and they follow the star until they reach a home. And surprise, surprise, they find the king is a teeny, tiny baby. And the baby is not in a castle. The baby is in a very simple house with a pretty poor mother and father who don't have a whole lot. Where's Joseph? Oh, I am not the only person who mixes up Joseph all the time with one of the Magi. The Christmas story reminds us that we find Christ in surprising places. We find God's love in surprising places. So we're going to do a little thing. We're going to follow some stars of our own. Let's go look for some stars. Do you want to join me looking for some stars? So look around. Where do you see some stars? Behind me. Right behind. A lot of them are right behind me, aren't they? Yep. So we got one here, the candles, at the nativity, on the communion table. Anywhere else? Baptism. Baptismal font. That's called a baptismal font. The lectern. Anywhere else? There's two more. One there, and anybody else? One at the back there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're not counting that one, but yeah, there's a star up there too. Yeah, there's a star up at the top of the, can, uh, the tree as well, reminding us of this story. At baptism, we remember in the church that we're all children and beloved of God. Put that on you. At the lectern, we read stories from the Bible. We hear stories about God and God's people and God's love for us and what God hopes all of us will live in this way of love and peace. Our Christ candle reminds us that Jesus is always with us and that the light of Christ shines through our lives as we share love and peace with this world. There was two of those, wasn't there? I won't. At our communion table, when we share communion, we remember that when we share holy meals together that Jesus is with each one of us. We remember the nativity story that reminds us that Christ is born in our very midst. And our doors, guess what they remind us of? When we leave this place, we share God's love with this world. So we're invited to follow stars in our lives, to experience Jesus in amazing ways in our church and in our world, in the love we receive and the love we share. We should put one downstairs as well in the Sunday school room where you, where you continue with the worship. You're going to go downstairs in a minute. Do you remember the two things we do before you go? Charlotte Christ, do you remember? What do we do? We pray. And then we do our blessing. 
So let us pray together. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. You're invited to use whatever words and language are most meaningful to you. Let us pray. Our Father, somebody in the congregation, choir, or at home. Face a little camera there that's at home. And repeat after me. May God bless you, May God bless you. As, you as you stay to hear God's message. And if those who are staying would like to raise your hand as a sign of blessing, repeat after me. May God bless you, May God bless you. As, you go as you go to hear God's message. Have a wonderful time down in Sunday school. If you don't want people with you, I can do it. Minute for Mission this morning is entitled Displaced People. Our gifts to Mission and Service support displaced people. The widespread displacement of people is a crisis around the world. In 2014, the United Nations High Commission for Refugees reported 19.5 million refugees those fleeing their homes across international borders, and 38.2 million internally displaced people, those who remain within their own country but cannot return to their homes. Throughout 2015, many more undocumented people were displaced as refugees or were internally displaced due to natural disasters, including here in Canada. More than half of the refugees and displaced people are under the age of 18. Through mission and service, the United Church and our partners are addressing the needs of people, displaced people in many ways. Mission and service provides for the basic needs of displaced people. As the, numbers grow, as the number grows globally, the need for resources for housing, shelter, medical assistance and education also increases. Through refugee sponsorship, congregations and community groups are working hard to provide the emotional, financial and practical support refugees need to positively integrate into Canadian society. Mission and Service funds the refugee sponsorship program staff that assists congregations. Congregations respond to immediate needs of refugee claimants entering Canada. Mission and Service funds the national program staff that provide advice and guidance to congregations. Mission and Service funds the United Church's participation in the Canadian Council for Refugees so that we can advocate with the Canadian government on refugee-related issues. If Mission and Service is already a regular part of your life, thank you so much. If you have not given, please join me in making mission and service giving a regular part of your life of faith. Loving our neighbor is at the heart of our mission and service. The Gospel reading this morning is from 
Matthew 2, and the translation is from the Common English Bible. The Coming of the Magi. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea, during the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east, and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come the one who governors, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you've found him, report to me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went, and look, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. They went back to their own country by another route. The psalm is Psalm 72 in Voices United and the Overhead, number 790. Give the ruler your justice, O God, and your righteousness to the royal heir, for judging your people rightly and upholding the poor with justice, that the mountains may bring forth peace for the people and the hills prosperity with justice. <clears throat> May your anointed defend the cause of the poor among the people, save the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. May your anointed live as long as the sun endures, as long as the moon from age to age. May your anointed be like rain falling upon the grass, like showers that water the earth. May your anointed be one in whose days justice shall flourish, and peace abound till the moon is no more. May the, <clears throat> may the rulers of Tarshish and the Isles pay tribute. The monarchs of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May 
May all rulers do homage, and all nations render service. For your anointed shall deliver the needy when they cry, the poor and those who have no helper. Your anointed shall have pity on the weak and the needy, and save the lives of the poor. From oppression and violence, your anointed shall redeem their life, and count as precious their blood. Magi from the East who followed the star. May you hear the words of my mouth and listen to the meditations of my heart, and may all of our reflecting be blessed. Amen. It's hard to believe, but New Year's Eve was last Sunday night. How many of you stayed up till midnight? Some, some of us. How many of you were well asleep by midnight? Some others of us. Last Sunday night, people around the world rang in the new year. It was as if the new year needed an extra push along with noisemakers and fireworks, hugs and singing Old Lang Syne or a ball dropping in Times Square. It's a celebratory evening in many ways. Maybe for you, whether you stayed up till midnight or not, maybe it was, thank God 2017 is over. Or, thank God for 2017. Maybe you are carrying a lot of hope into this new year. Maybe you are carrying a lot of worry with you. Now, even though I don't always stay up until midnight, I did this year, but I don't always stay up. And I don't always watch the fireworks or the ball dropping. There is something very special about New Year's. There is a great trust and enthusiasm that well, something wondrous will come in this new year. The firework ascending and the ball descending are stars lighting our path into something new. A star is leading their path to something new. Growing up, we always had a nativity scene at our home. And it was a pretty typical one based off an famous Italian design, a, a knockoff of it. The one with Mary kneeling with a serene look on her face and, and baby Jesus with his outstretched arms. And some camels, a shepherd and sheep with their dog, sheep and a dog. Pretty standard stuff. It was plastic, which meant that my sister and I could play without, with it without worrying about breaking it, which is a great way for children to experience and explore the story. And when the playing was done, the pieces were put back into position. Mary and Joseph in the stable, and baby Jesus tucked away until Christmas Eve. Now, some of you know my, my father is a minister, so guess where the Magi went? They were tucked far at a, at a distance, far away. Even when baby Jesus came out and the shepherds crowded around the, with their dog and lamb, those three men with their gifts and their camel were still not there. They were late for the party. The Magi story comes to us each year, not on Christmas Eve, but at Epiphany, 
Epiphany was yesterday. At Epiphany, they got to move to the, to the nativity scene just in time for them to be put back in their storage place. The story is rich and it's beautiful. We have shifted from the gospel according to Luke that we followed all Advent and into Christmas Eve. We've shifted to the gospel of Matthew, away from Luke with the Holy Family's movement to Bethlehem to be counted for the census, the stable and the shepherds. Matthew tells a very different story, but equally beautiful and equally deep in its speaking to a truth beyond the literal. Joseph has found out that Mary is pregnant and the baby isn't his. After he has shoved all of his belongings into a bag and is ready to pack up and leave and check out of the relationship, he has an angel dream and chooses to stay and be part of the holy things that are happening. The baby is born at home in this story with little fanfare. And then the Magi show up. And the Magi story is not all starlight and gift-giving. The Magi story is beautiful and it's frightening. It is a tale of wisdom keepers showing up after traveling long distance and a frightened, monstrous ruler who, like the Pharaoh of the Exodus story, is ready to kill children just to keep his power. The pain and fear of the people are lifted up through Matthew's depiction of Herod, and into this reality, a star is shining, and the Magi are traveling. Magi are people who have access to deep wisdom that's not accessible to everyone. In the story, they come from the east, which is a sacred direction. And we don't know where they are from. We don't know how long they traveled. We don't know how many of them were there, except that they gave three gifts. We don't know their names. That tradition came much later. We don't even know how long after the birth they showed up. Was it weeks, months, or years? But into the pain and the fear, they follow a star. Stars meant a lot in the ancient world, and new stars that were said to have appeared at a birth meant that the birth was holy and of universal, of cosmic significance. They follow this symbol of cosmic unfolding. They follow the star into Jerusalem where they meet the embodiment of oppression, of fear, of power-hungry destruction, where they meet Herod. And Herod says he's heard about the new king and he wants to honor him. And in reality, he wants to kill that threat. So the star followers continue and they find a baby, a child, and they offer royal and holy gifts. These Gentiles, these foreigners from another country, see what would be hard for many people to see. That in Jesus, God's hopes and dreams, God's presence and love in action is found. And they have that dream that tells them to sneak round the oppressive, hateful, power-mad destructor, and they make their way home by another route. The story continues past where we heard when Herod's anger explodes and he goes on a killing spree, the holy family becomes refugees fleeing to Egypt. It's a holy story, not so much in the way of 
was there really a new star or what were the magi's name kind of way it's a holy story because of the depth it speaks to into each and every one of us it is a holy story in the way it speaks to who jesus is to the pain and fears that can fill life to the hopes and dreams that lead these wise strangers on their quest into the full reality of this new year a star is shining into the place where refugee families huddle escaping modern-day herod the star shines into the places where foreigners walk with holy messages that some will not listen to because of their accent skin color rituals or dress the star shines into the hopes and dreams of a new family excited and exhausted from lack of sleep worries and dreams for the future the star shines into the dreamers who stare into the night sky pray for a new day and lift up the flag of hope in a struggling world the star shines god is inviting us to be star chasers to hear the stories that christmas has offered us the stories of jesus's birth that speak to his whole life teachings and never-ending presence and to see that star leading our path we are invited to look carefully with a deep and holy knowledge that even on the cloudiest of nights when it's hard to see the star of hope peace joy and love there still burns brightly a light as it has since the cosmos has expanded since the holy scripture became known in a in the since the holy source became known in a baby who became an adult and spoke holy ground-shaking and life-giving words revealing god's presence and the blessings of life we are invited to look around and see that star shining it shines in friends and it shines in strangers in loved ones and those who we struggle with within ourselves and within all of creation the light is the light of god and it is beautiful and it is holy and it is life enriching it shines leading us in the way of new life of hope and of justice and the light shines brightest as lights do when each individual expression of that light come together and shine into even the darkest corners of this world as we leave today not yet but later as we leave today you are going to be handed a paper star if you're wondering what these were that's what they are you're going to be handed a paper star on these stars are star words these words remind are reminders to us of the gifts that God shines through us into this world. They are words of encouragement, words of generosity, words of strength, words like patience, hope, love, persistence and honesty, and boldness. I invite you to take a word home with you. Just take whatever word comes to you first. Take that word home with you and place it somewhere where you need to be reminded that the star that guides your life which shines around you and within you place it on your dresser so you can see it every morning when you get dressed or on that mirror or tape it to your dashboard or of your car 
Look at the word throughout this year. Let it be the firework that ushers you into and carries you through 2018. Let it be the light, the holy light, that inspires or maybe even challenges you each and every day. Let it be the light from within you that you just have to share with this world because you know your life will be better when you share God's starlight into this world. For the light is shining, and no Herod is too strong. No grief, no pain, no struggle is too strong to put it out. The light is shining. The magi are in the stable, and holy things are happening. So come, friends, for God's light can't help but break through our lives and into our world and burst into beautiful expressions of firework living. Amen. Let it be so. And we join in singing, Will You Come and See the Light? Number 96 from Voices United. Surrounded by and filled with God's blessings, we respond in worship by giving thanks to God for all the blessings of our life and responding in the sharing of our gifts of time, talent, love, relationship, food, and money. Come, let us celebrate and let us share.
Let us pray together. Ever-present God, with this offering we present also ourselves, all that we have been, all that we are, and all that we shall become, and our resolve to walk in your way. Accept our offering free to pour out our prayers of joy and sorrow, our prayers for ourselves and our prayers for others. After the words, Holy Spirit, I invite you to respond, be with us as we pray. Let us pray. Holy One, your stars shine all around us, filling this world with awe and beauty and blessing. Help us to see your star guiding us, filling us with hope and promise, revealing your blessings, opening us to your presence in and through and beyond all things. Help us to remain ever mindful of the rich blessings of life. Holy Spirit, be with us as we pray. We pray for all who are struggling, for all who live with a Herod or Herods in their life, for those who are unsafe, for those who have been abused, for those who've had to flee their home or their country. We pray that your love may meet all people in danger or who are living with past scars mentally and physically. Help all of us to feel your love and share your love and build a future of hope and peace. Holy Spirit, be with Let us as we pray. We pray for all who are ill, for those who are in hospital or housebound, for all who are living with a diagnosis, who are awaiting surgery or treatment. We pray for all who are journeying towards the end of their life. We pray that your love and healing may meet us, giving us peace and calm throughout all that life brings. We pray that those who are ill and alone may feel our love with them. Holy Spirit. And in silence, we offer our individual prayers to you, or in spoken word. Holy Spirit, be with us as we pray. We pour out these prayers to you, O God, joining them with the prayers of all creation, trusting in your deep love, and open to the ways in which we can share that love. We pray all this in Jesus' name, and together we say, Amen. Amen. And let us join in singing, A Light is Gleaming.
go from here, may we see the light of God shining all around us, and may we share the light of God that is burning bright within us. Go in love, go in peace, and go with God. Amen. Don't forget your star word.